All right. It is time to start a podcast. Here we go today. We are gonna say some stuff. Like skip it a pin the dagarita tubo. Regada ding and a gasunda pay. Regada dig a duga bump to the bottom of the bed of the bag and Hey, oh, hey. to Oh Yeah Big Time. Remember, you can always give us a call at 802-870-6928. We are here, and anything we talk about or don't talk about, you can call us. And also, this episode is not brought to you by the U.S. government. Remember the U.S. government? We're always the strongest, most powerful government in the world. But if a small group of people can't decide on a number, it all comes to a grinding halt. And after 245 years in business, we'd like to thank all of the citizens who supported the U.S. government. We'll sadly be shutting our doors, but don't worry. Eventually, the group of slimy people who you elected will arbitrarily agree on a number. And once they say, okay, then we'll all open back up. The U.S. government, we are paper thin. All right. That was really, that was really real. I just, I don't understand how, why, why can't they just keep it all going? And... It's theatrics. It's just political theater. They do this like every two years. And they're so dramatic about it. They're like, we're going to shut it down. And it's for the worst. I haven't fought. What is this time? They just can't agree on the number. It's like, just have the computer run the number. I don't know. They know how much everything they costs. They know. And they know we don't have the money. It doesn't matter. We're in so much debt. Like it, We're just printing it. it well, I don't even know if we're printing it. It's just a number. Like it's just it it's monopoly anything. it's monopoly play money, and why don't why don't they just keep it going and factor in the costs of everything after they finally agree on something? Right. You re- refract what? Pay backwards? Yes, refractory loan period. <laughs> That's got to be a thing. I mean, it's they're not doing any of the math, so just keep it going because then like people. The last one, people are going without paychecks and stuff. And it's not like they're just going to fold and show. Right. Guys, we couldn't figure out the number. So you're on your own, and we're no longer a country. Goodbye. Good night. It was great. That'd be crazy. That would be crazy. Yeah. And that's what the news acts. They act like that's going to happen. And sure, it's bad for the TSA workers, but it's it's all going to come back. They're not just going to, it's not just going to collapse. They have like a countdown. I don't know if they do, but they may as well have a countdown clock. Like they the did on and, CNN. Really? Yeah. Like they're excited. It keeps them in business. They like, love it. They don't want anyone to have an agreement on anything. If it shuts down, that's exciting. So they 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 wanted to. They want the theatrics. They want the games. It's not like they're. It's not like the government is is going on strike. Like with the writers' strike. First of all, I don't get why they don't just say, fine, we'll write for you, but we're going to write bad shows. That would be the real punishment more than not doing anything. We're going to write bad, terrible shows and movies until you pay us more. Hold them hostage. And give us back pay. Yeah. Like, 
season two of The Last of Us, Joel has a priapism <laughs> for the entire season two. It won't go away, and it's concerning. And the whole season, he's just trying to hide from Ellie. It's inappropriate. You know. We would still watch it because it's Pedro Pascal. Absolutely. So. Half of America would <laughs> love to see Pedro Pascal with a priapism. Absolutely. It's true, though. That would make more of an impact than, like, we're not working because there's an infinite amount of shows to watch still. I mean, I feel like there's no shows, but still, like, ruin their brands. Make NBC just, it'd be so much more effective. SNL? Yeah. Just write the worst bullshit and make everyone. Just make, uh, just make, what's his name? Steve, uh, Steve Colbert. Yeah. Just make him say Garfield 57 <laughs> times for the monologue. Yeah. Garfield, Garfield, Garfield. It would infuriate people. Even the people that are like anti-rioter strike would be like, okay. Okay. Please settle. Please figure this out because, because 50, 57 times of saying Garfield is not acceptable television. And we have to watch TV. It's, it may as well be food. Like we're all kind of freaking out, even if we don't want to be. It's like I feel really weird. Like we don't have any new shows. I need my fix. Yeah. Like it's a drug. But they, the, the government, they know how much it costs. It should all just be built into the system, like the 2018 shutdown. Yeah. Talk about theatrics. Was that for the border wall? No, no idea. That's the thing. Like, you remember back then. Yeah. I was a little crazy about it. I think we all were. It's like a full-time job tracking everything that was going on. It was like everything I had, like, lot. well, we don't need to talk about. I, I was, like, tracking the pandemic in my own Excel sheet. <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't know this. Yeah. I, would, I don't know. I had. You were tracking the <laughs> pandemic? I made a spreadsheet that was like all the numbers of like, you know, infections and deaths. Like this is all public knowledge. Like people have their own graphs. But this sounds very demented. I would just wake up and fill in the numbers and then I would have a sense of how bad things are escalating by my own formulas. Whereas I could just look at a chart. We don't need to think about what I've done with Excel sheets, but point being, that was like, because there was nothing else to do but be mad about politics. So it's like that's true. That was all we could do. I was spending all my time on that, and then in retrospect, even at the time, I was like, "This is so much knowledge I'm never going to use again." And that's exactly. I don't remember any of it. That's all history is. Yeah, history is just a bunch of stuff that happened, and like. Two percent of it matters, and you shouldn't have thought about it at all because it's right. all just gone. I mean, I get if if you're interested in history from from like a, a storytelling perspective, sure. fine. Academia, you know. But I don't know. Like you know, my best friend in the whole world. Yes, she's like a history, more than a history buff. She can like connect all these like religious and political systems and she's always like her mind's just always connecting things very smart you know so she sent us the the roman empire asked me to ask you about the roman empire the big the big trend yeah which if you're not on the internet god bless you um can you explain for the people what this? so there's a trend where wives go up to their husbands while they're like standing in front of a tree for no reason they'll just be like on their phone just like and the wife's like, hey, honey. He's like, huh? And they're like, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And so this is like a trend of wives going and asking their husbands how often they think about the Roman Empire. And it's like, I thought the joke, 
I didn't know when, when she asked me to ask you that, it's like, well, never, right? Yeah. Well, I think about the Roman Empire, never. Your response is the only acceptable response unless you're like an actual history buff, like my best friend. Do you have that pulled up? I do. Are you ready to yeah. see yourself? What? What? Have you asked DJ if he thinks about the Roman Empire? Excuse me? Where's the pizza? I just Have you s- asked DJ if he ever thinks about the Roman Empire? Not just that. How often he thinks about the Roman Empire. Like zero. <laughs> I think about the Roman Empire zero. That's true. That's what I expect the trend to be of like husbands being like, why are you asking me this? That's really random. Instead, you have all these men that are just like all the time. I'm never not thinking about the Roman Empire. Yeah, these guys. I don't know if this is like some uh, expectation of masculinity to where when they're asked. I, first of all, I don't believe them. I don't believe them at all. It's bullshit. Anyone who thinks like anyone who says they think about the Roman Empire all the time is a, they're lying. In fact, most of the most of the clips of guys. This is their initial response. Think about what. And then it sets in like, wait, this is masculine to think about the Roman Empire. So, yes, I think about it all the time. That's true. That's exactly what's happening. Because it's not just like all the time. They're like, huh? And then they're, you can see them processing. There are a few guys that I've seen who are, who are like, this is my life. <laughs> but for, for the most part, it's just husbands just being like, think, think about what? Roman Empire? Three three days out of the out of the day, three three hours out of the minute, three every day. It's you, a no, lie. You, no, you don't. Yeah. You don't think about that. So I've been very fixated on this. Like I need to get because I'm. I don't feel like they're lying because they're not good enough to be acting. You know, and you can tell people are acting. Like they're not good enough to be acting. These are real responses. I need to get down to like why what this is right. Right. So I went through some TikTok videos. So I think there's several categories of men that this falls into okay the responses one you have the people that truly think about the roman empire and to me that means they think about the roman empire right yes like that period they're specifically thinking about the history and the people in it they're imagining people in like uh in what are those what are those costumes called is that the greeks never mind (laughs) yeah they're imagining men in sashes with chains holding them together, golden chains. Right. And, yeah. That's what it is to think of the Roman Empire. And they're imagining, like, uh, uh, a market where people yeah. are selling, I don't know, what they ate, bread. Stealing bread. Yeah, they're stealing bread, and he says, <laughs> you know, running, yelling at the guy as he runs away. That's thinking about the Roman Empire. Yes. Okay. But these people are all... Per- saying that they're thinking about that, right? To me, that's the only acceptable definition of thinking of the Roman Empire. For sure. So there's a group that's real and really does think about this, thinks about history and the parallels, whatever. Then there's group two, which consists of this guy. Ever think about the Roman Empire? Can you pause real quick? Roman Empire. This has got to be staged. This one I'm very suspicious. Why is he just standing in front of the fireplace? Like he's kind of on his phone, but like he, no one stands. No one just stands you there. You just sit down. Yeah. 
And I feel like they should be more like, why are you recording me? Like, yes. Cause it's just like, why do you think about the Roman empire? Huh? Like that's weird. That's weird. So I feel like he staged, especially because of his answer. Okay. So this guy is standing in front of the fireplace on his phone and his wife asked him, how often do you think about the Roman empire? Like Marcus Aurelius, Alexander the Great Roman Empire? First of all, Alexander the Great is not from the Roman Empire. Where's he from? I don't know. <laughs> I went into the comments and that's the first thing I saw. So I don't know, but he's not. So the first thing he says is not even the Roman Empire. Like Alexander the Great, Mark Twain, Susan B. Anthony Roman <laughs> Empire? And he says it with such confidence you don't think about it, but it's like, that doesn't feel right. All the fucking time, you <laughs> stupid idiot. <laughs> Should I hit play? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like anything about it. No, probably a lot of cool shit happened back then. <laughs> a few times a week, let's say. A few times a week? Like two or three times a week. <laughs> Quotes and stuff. I've got Marcus Aurelius' book back there. <laughs> Try to watch documentaries on it all the time. It's awesome. Why? Why do you ask that? <laughs> How long have you been thinking about it? Like, for how many years? For a while. It's not true. Like it's not true. Like I first started watching documentary on Amazon. We should watch it together, actually. He's, he's, watched, he's thought about the Roman Empire three times in his life, maybe. Right. Like the rest of us. Like, he's so, and he, like, he's like, I have his book. Like, that doesn't mean anything, Right. I bought so many books. I mean, our whole bookshelf upstairs. That I've never read. I have a whole shelf of Steven Pinker that makes me look smart. I've right. read 75 pages of one, and that's it. But if you came into our house, you'd be like, oh, my God, the, the versatility of this. It's kind of like buying books is like buying spinach. If you buy it, you're healthy. If you buy it, you're smart. Right. You don't have to actually consume it. It doesn't have to be open. Right. It'll rot and turn into mush melt in your <laughs> fridge. And then you'll open it up three weeks later and be like, how do I dispose of this? Because it sticks. It doesn't matter if you try to dump it. So you're trying to recycle and it's turned into mishmash. Yeah. Yeah. It's the equivalent of that. Like, oh, you have the book, which I've read through the book a little bit. And it just reads like the Bible. Like he's not reading the Bible. Right. Of like meditation. Right. And what's like, what I find weird is all these conversations where the wives or girlfriends are super surprised, which you would be surprised, right? If you told me a bunch, I'd be like, what the hell? But like, do these couples communicate? Cause why are, yeah. If you think about, if you think about it all the time, it should surface in a conversation. Right. Oh, like the Romans did. Yeah. Like you're going to, if it's, if you're really thinking about it, you're going to slip. And if you're watching documentaries, is he watching these in private? Because she doesn't seem he to... He goes in the bathroom on his, <laughs> his headphones. Watching documentaries in the Roman Empire? Right. Like, there's some bad communication. And how many can there be? Right. Like, he has, like, a PBS Now account or something. Like, like... I love space. Sure. I love space. And I went through a period of my life in, uh, I don't know, probably 2010 to 2012, where I watched every space documentary that I possibly could find. After about a year, I ran out. Yeah. Year, year and a half, maybe two, I ran out. I'd seen them all. And You're telling space. me there's there's more documentaries on the Roman Empire than on space? Get um, out of town. Get out of town. Plus, there's so much overlap. Like, I'm sure there's 
history, I don't know, history channel, whatever, but like eventually it's got to get boring if you're like a Roman Empire expert, right? And eventually you're going to run into the thing where it's like, oh, I already know all this. Yeah. So it's like, he doesn't watch, maybe, he has maybe watched some. Sure. But he's like, he doesn't even say what it is. He's just like, oh, we should watch it. Like, which I Let's just watch noticed, them together. I just noticed on the coffee table, they have a Tom Ford book or box. Time Ford. <laughs> like these fashion, these people, he's not reading Marcus Aurelius. No. So that's group two. Okay. Group two is trying to sound smart and just saying buzzwords like Alexander the Great with confidence. So it's like, oh, my God, he know. And then it's like, no, he doesn't know anything. Maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's a joke and it's a very meta. Maybe, but that's group two. Okay. Then there's group three. Are you ready for group three? I love group three. This is the scariest man I've ever seen. (laughs) This one's kind of long, but every part's my favorite part. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? What? How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Why is he getting all shifty? First he like grabs a piece of plastic and just like throws it. Like he's getting real rapid. shifty on this. Yeah, he's getting like... He's like what? <laughs> He, he like his body language changes. He won't make eye contact with her. He's just picking up wrapping and he just throws it. Because I'm curious. Somebody here? What? Why would you ask me that? So if you're a listener, this man is just looking around. Very suspicious. In every direction, asking if there's someone here. He's like looking behind him. <laughs> He's looking around corners like it's a Scooby-Doo mystery. She's she's asking you a question. She's just asking you about the Roman Empire, and he starts looking like, behind. Look at his eyes. He's got the most <laughs> suspicious eyes I've ever seen. Super sketch. I just want to know. Huh. How often do you think about it? <laughs> You the police or something? You the... He just said, are you the police to or something? his wife. Like... Suddenly he's questioning if he's ever really known the real person who's in front of him. Right. She's like undercover and she's been... Just hot, lot, like concealing her identity this like whole time. Like went through a wedding and yeah. like raised children together. Only to reveal she's a police officer. Like some covert special op CIA operative who's married... Doesn't tell her husband anything about her real life. And this is the big reveal. Right. That's what his eyes say. That tells this story. How do you know I think about that? (laughs) How often? He's about to cry. Like, really? I'm just trying to figure out why you would ask me something like that. How do you know? Like, he's looking at her like he doesn't know her anymore. Right. He's like the plain lady or something. Like, she's just a right. shapeshifter. Yeah. And he's like, how are you inside my mind? That motherfucker back there is not real. He literally looked behind <laughs> his door that's open. So there's a very small space between the door and the wall. And, like, he's so suspicious that he he took a peek back there. He took a Just peek. to make sure that, I don't know. Her undercover cop accomplice. Isn't there ready to leap? In 
insane. Okay. It's incredible. Often, like, daily, weekly. All of that. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. We've never talked about that. I find that very strange. That's on purpose. Yeah, like. Well, you never talked about that. I've been withholding this from you. I ain't brought that up to you on purpose. I have been in the bathroom. I think about that in private time. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I picture the Roman Empire when we're having intercourse. Like many men think of another woman. That's, that's what you see how, in his eyes. How do you know about that? We ain't never talked about that. That's what you see in his eyes. He's like catalog, like going through his old he past is. of like. It's like a Rolodex of memories. <laughs> he's flipping through to figure out like, when did I let this slip? Because then he's like, if she knows that, what else does she know? Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's exactly the Rolodex of memories. Or maybe he, uh, maybe he talked about the Roman Empire with a secret side lover. Ooh. And he was boastfully. He was his true pouring self. Pouring all of his Roman Empire knowledge oh. upon her to, to, to impress her. So he's being like trapped right now. Yeah. So he's like, did did Shelly tell you the? Have you talked to Shelly? How would you know this? As a side he note, he killed Shelly. Yes. She she wrote about his obsession with the Roman Empire. The police found her journal, and it's all being uncovered that he killed his side lover. Shelley. That's what he's. That's what he looks like right that's now. That's what he looks like. I see all these Quora emails. It's like, how do I catch? My partner cheating. That's what this feels like. Where it's like, are you trying to find out through Shelly? He's looking for Chris Hansen. He he really is. Not even Shelly. Yeah. Chris Hansen. So. Do you, why are you asking about that? What is that? What are you doing? But, like, how often? You still haven't answered me besides all the time. Like, every day, every week. <laughs> I don't know. Why? <laughs> He's still looking around. Did somebody tell you to ask me that? No. Shelly. But how Shelley. often do you think about it? <laughs> That's weird. We don't talk about stuff like that. Stuff like Can you that. Ask me that. Daily? How many times a day? <laughs> I don't know. Two, three. Daily. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ask me that, though? I'm trying to figure out how you would even know to ask me that, because we don't talk about that. We've on purpose. About- I haven't right. brought this up to you on purpose. What about the Roman Empire do you think about? Well, what's there not to think about? Why are you videotaping this? So loud. I mean, I don't. He's group. He three. really thinks about it. Well, he's. I think he's group three, and I think group three is its code word for something. I think there's like, I think there is a Roman Empire. Sort of like pizza and gate, kind of like. Well, we don't need to get into that, I guess. But cold because some people get really shifty. Like, he got real shifty. Like, he's, like, looking for the police. How do we go on the dark web and figure out what the fuck <laughs> the Roman Empire means? I'm serious. That reaction does not make any sense other than, like, Pizzagate equivalent. Yes. Because he's when she's like, what about it? And he's like, what isn't there to think about? He wasn't, like, the architecture. He's just right. like, 
All of it. I think about all of it. Yeah. And I like it all. <laughs> I find him very troubling and endearing. You find any part of him endearing? <laughs> I, I like the very last part. Why are you filming this? I. That's the part where I'm like, I think that's very... That's probably the most shifty thing to me. Yeah. Like he's been caught. Endearing wasn't the right word. I don't hate him. I'm just very, I'm a little spooked. I'm scared of that I'm guy. I'm intrigued. I guess instead of endearing, intrigued. I find him intriguing. Like, what is he doing? Right? Right. Group three, shifty. Because, Matt, like, what if I asked you a question for you to, like, act like that? If I was like, what do you think about American football? And you're like. How do you know? How did you know to talk to me about that? We don't talk about that stuff. Like, why? It's super weird. Like. If you're if you're married to someone and even if you're around them say 20% of the day of your waking time off to work, she's off to work, you come back home, the fact that you wouldn't have let this slip at some point or even brought it up if it's constantly occupying your brain. Why haven't you why haven't you said it? It's like a sad life. They're stifling this very important part of themselves. To like never let it consciously never let it slip because he's like, how did you find out? The only thing that makes sense is that it's a code. It's a code I think word. It is because they get scared. They're not just like, huh, that's random. They're like, why are you asking me this? So group three is shifty criminals. Yeah. Yeah. Up to no good. Up to no good. Now we have group four, which this is like Hannah Brown, who I. Is on the Bachelorette or something? I don't know. So this is like a ABC couple or something. I don't know. A reality TV star. Reality TV star. Good question. Okay. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? How often do I think about the Roman Empire? Yeah. Um, pretty consistently. <laughs> Wait, you're kidding. No. Like, how many... Because I'm big into martial arts. No, but like... So then I'm like, martial arts is not. It's literally the opposite of the yeah. Roman Empire. If I know anything about history, I know that one thing, right? But there's more. That is, how often? How often? Yeah. Do you think about the Roman Empire? Like a number weekly? <laughs> you think about it weekly? For sure. Every time, <laughs> every time I fight this people, is crazy. I think about like walking into the Colosseum. It's like, if this is a fight to the death and people are around and cheering, like, I have to win. I think about it constantly. Is that the only way that you think about it? Or do you think about, uh, like, other things? No, about I it? think about society <laughs> and politics. No, and like how corrupt our, you know, the upper portion of our society is. And how the lower portion is always kind of picking up the pieces. I think about that a lot. I'm shocked. I don't, I haven't thought about the Roman Empire and... Never. What kind of what kind of trick is this? This is not a trick. I'm shocked. I tricked myself. First of all, to think about the Roman Empire when you're walking into what, what kind of fighting does he do? Martial arts. So he's going into martial arts fighting, and in his head, there's a there's a AI filter putting <laughs> scenes from the Gladiator. That's what he's imagining. He thinks he's Russell Crowe. He thinks he's Russell Crowe, and he thinks he's walking into. Battle with a stadium full of people screaming and cheering for a fight to the death. 
And that's not even how martial arts fighting go. Like, no, it's very like <laughs> shifty. It's very, it's as shifty as that guy was about <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris Hansen. Yeah. It's like, I think group four is, he has like this Hollywood version of the Coliseum. He has gladiator with Russell Crowe in mind. Yes. Because if he was actually picturing being a gladiator in the Coliseum, right, he would be a slave. He would have bad weapons. Right. And he would be fighting like a bear. And the slaves didn't even get free if they won. They just kept fighting. Right. So like he would be shitting himself if he was really funneling. Yes. He'd just be covered in piss. (laughs) He would. Yeah. So I think like because everything's so low stakes now, you know, he's not fighting for anything in martial arts, but he wants to win. But really there's no stakes. Right. It's like, I want to get the trophy. That's not enough to, like, really kick ass, right? Right. So he has this visual, this filter where he's, like, Russell Crowe, and they're all, like, cheering and, like... He needs that. He needs it. Which I would like to propose an alternative for these people. Have you heard of Cheers to You? Oh, yes. You do, because we own it on CD. The audio CD from the infomercial, (laughs) Cheers to You. Like, this was our only CD in our car for... I think it's still still in the CD player, yeah. For, I think, four years now? Yeah. So I would like to just call out cheers to you, because instead of this whole gladiator scenario, all he needs is to listen to this. This is the infomercial from I don't even know what year. Next time you're feeling down, feeling that no one really gets you, or you're just wanting to hear some encouraging words, well, there's a solution. You can have what you want. You can do it. The finish line is closer than you think. The Cheers to You CD is eight tracks filled with encouragement and cheering applause. It's even been featured on the Ellen DeGeneres Show. We're on your side. We're here for you. We believe in you. We guarantee you'll be feeling better about yourself and your life, or we'll give you your money back. Oh. So that's, yeah, that's Cheers that's to You. That's all he needs. That, I would guarantee, would give more results than... I guess I can't guarantee that. It personally does a lot for me when I listen to it. Just like. Yes. Yes. I can't. If anyone has ever listened to that and actually become encouraged. I have. No, you have. I have. You've actually. No. What are you talking about? If you can see. If you can see anything except for a man in his home recording studio (laughs) with his headphones on, pressing play on a stock royalty-free applause and saying, we believe in you. How can that trick a brain? I'm crying. How can that trick a brain? Oh, no. I can't judge the gladiator guy. I'm not even... Oh. You've been encouraged by that. <laughs> You've learned something about me today. This I have. Is your, I, I feel like that husband when his wife asks him about the Roman Empire. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> You've been encouraged by that? Not every time. We never talked about that stuff. I have listened to it and felt better. I do because they're. I like, mean, it makes me happy in like a this is preposterous kind of way. No, I don't. When he's like, without you, the puzzle's incomplete. <laughs> and I'm wow. Like, yeah, really. 
So you've just been, you've sat there and it's like, <laughs> without you, the, without you, the puzzle is incomplete. We believe in you. That worked. Yes. That was exactly. That was really Cheers good. to you. Which means shows how much you've listened to it in the car over the past five years. I've listened to it maybe twice. I guess it's the... I'm crying. Okay, so I don't judge group four. Okay. Because we need, you know, I think my method's better, but now that you have pointed it out, I feel very foolish. I don't want you to feel <laughs> foolish. I know. I but- am just very surprised. It can be both funny and encouraging. Yes. Okay, so before I was judging this guy, but I now have some empathy. You got to have a gladiator. We're not really fighting for anything, so you got to pretend it's life or death. Right. Like when I ran track as a child, I was I like had visions of people chasing me, like people that wanted to kill me or like zombies, but usually people that wanted to kill me. That worked. It worked really well. I was very fast. But then sometimes I'm like really in it. And I'm like, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Because I'm just like talking to myself because I'm like in it. You know what I mean? But then, which. I can't, I can't believe that could work. It works. If you really, if you really picture people coming after you, you can be speedy bastard. But that probably, I never connected this until now. I used to throw up before my track meets, which is why I stopped running track. Because I was so nervous. Pavlov's track me. You were you you were about <laughs> to get chased by a murderer. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I thought I was anxious because of the race and people watching me, but I think it's because of this fictional scenario I created in my head. That, Absolutely, my God. So I could probably be a track star to this day if I didn't create that trick. But like, what else is going to motivate me to run fast? How about being competitive, wanting to win? Not enough. I need survival. I need what he needs to win the jujitsu. What is jujitsu martial arts? Is it a blanket term? I know, but I see there's a sign outside of the gym. Next to the gym is a Brazilian jujitsu place. Ah. And outside is a sign that says BJJ defense. <laughs> yeah. And I, I can't help but think that that means blowjob defense. Which... Like if somebody's going to attack you, you're just like... Drop trail, I'll suck you off. <laughs> Which would be it could work. Disarming. Yeah. And surprising. Okay. <laughs> well, fine. <laughs> yeah. So that's group four. Okay. I'm sorry. I said there was four groups. There's five groups. Now we have group five, which I would say seventy percent of people fall into. Okay. Okay. So I have. Can you switch to my screen? Yeah. I don't. Is it Jane, Silent Bob? Yeah, that's people? him. That's uh, Kevin. Uh, oh yeah, Kevin James. Or BC Smith? Kevin James. Kevin Smith. Smith. Kevin he Smith. He was on Degrassi. That's him. This is him now. Because they're always like, it's everything. The Roman Empire is everything. He really articulates what. I'll show you. Bane, mm. how often do you think about the Roman Empire? <laughs> I've been waiting for you to ask me this question. I know the trend, and I've been waiting. Whoever doesn't think that they don't think about the Roman Empire just doesn't know that they're thinking about the Roman Empire, which is incredibly, like, that was the goal with the Roman Empire, by the way. That's why they're in charge. That was not the goal of the Roman Empire. (laughs) They weren't like, let's form an empire so that... So they'll think about it. Centuries later, 
People will think about us inadvertently. All the time without realizing it. That wasn't the point of the Roman Empire. No. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. He's like, the point. Catholic Church? The Roman Empire never fell. They just reorganized and the Catholic Church dispensed across the globe and colonized the earth through Catholicism, which is organized religion. If you live in America, you are basically the extension of the Roman Empire. I bet you anything, you think about the Roman Empire all the time. I'll prove it to you, okay? You, you obviously are a Christian and you believe in Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Guess who tried to kill baby Jesus? The Roman Empire. The king, king. Uh-oh. Harold? Uh, he lost it. He really deflated there. Yeah. He's like, guess who killed guess baby who Jesus? Guess who killed baby Jesus? King, uh. I don't know. Oh, can you stop recording for a second? Please, can you just start over? Yeah, really lost his steam there. I'd be butchering that one. You're a Christian, you study the Roman Empire. So when people say, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? You're basically saying, how often do you think? So how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Like 75% of my day, of every day is probably, no lie. Everyone thinks about the Roman Empire all the time. Never thought about it. <laughs> yes, you have. You've studied it. America hasn't even existed for more than 200 years. Like, the America we know today... Which is not the right number. I believe it was like the 1700s, so like 300 years max. Like, we'll just say... Well, I, I think it's like 1776. I could be wrong with that one. But let's just say like 300 years America's been... The Roman Empire has been more than three times the length of the entire history of America. If you speak English, English comes from Latin. Yeah, but Latin just... is the Roman Empire's primary language. Rome, Rome spoke Latin was their primary language, and English is a dialect. Uh, that doesn't descend that dialect. That doesn't like, connect at all. Latin. That's just a language, and it's not even the language; it's the root. Like if you speak English, you're thinking about the Roman Empire. Be no, you're not. No, you're not. Every time you speak, you're thinking about the Roman Empire by speaking English. Oh, just name any topic. Yeah, but why do we need to care where it came from if it's just here today? I agree. Like, I don't need to you go talking about the Roman so it Empire. doesn't repeat itself. They love that. Your favorite line. Okay. We actually are repeating, history is repeating itself. <laughs> People should study how the Roman Empire fell. He just said it didn't fall. You, you said it didn't fell, Buster. Yeah, he said it reorganized. That right now in society. You said the Roman Empire right. didn't fall. So but, study how it fell. But also, yeah, like, I don't like to use the term mansplain a lot because that gets thrown around. But he's very, like, you know. Well, he's done his research. He's He's been anticipating this question yeah, for been, a week now. Yeah, we cut out the video, but he's like, which part of the Roman Empire? And he names all, the, like, the periods and stuff. And he's like, women probably don't realize if you like monogamy, you like the Roman Empire. And it's just like, okay, dude. And also, what terrible logic. It's not, it's not good logic. Like, the equivalent of that to me is like, hey, DJ. Yeah. How often do you think about little children mining cobalt in the Congo and exploding and dying? I think about it every day. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Why? You use, you use your phone, right? Yeah. Phones, little boys die mining cobalt for your phone, so you think about that. When I play Candy Crush on the toilet, I'm thinking about those little boys. <sighs> that's what he is purporting. That is what he's, like, that's what he's saying. Like you're thinking about everything all the time. Like every, you can't think about everything that goes into everything all the time. No. Like there's a lot of. If I think about if I think about wanting a sandwich, I'm not thinking about factories and 
infrastructure that made this sandwich all possible. I'm just thinking about the sandwich. For thinking about when you wipe your butt and like, oh, this is a Canadian forest. Now there's no forest, you know. Because it's in my asshole. Yeah. I would argue that we could think about where things come from more and that he's not thinking about any of it. It can't just be because you're thinking of something that was related to something. Right. Thinking about something is not the same thing as thinking about what... Where it originated from millennia ago. Right. I'm not thinking about stardust when I think about my mom. (laughs) I'm just not. I'm thinking about stardust when I think about stardust. Right. And I watch Neil deGrasse's Space Time on NBC. Like when you're holding a baby, are you thinking about sex? I hope not. I hope not, too. So that guy, I could criticize all day, but... I think he's the 70%. And so, yeah. Absolutely. And, and also the whole history repeats itself thing. Gets old. Sometimes. Sometimes. More often than not, it is not repeating. Most of the time, history has not repeated itself. Right. Sure, events may have a predictable way of ending. But even then, like the Cold War, people thought the Cold War was going to escalate into military combat, and it just kind of, <laughs> it just kind of pooped. Yeah, we just kind of... Or a lot of countries on the way, but it, you know. The civil rights movement. History did not repeat itself with the civil rights movement. Never before in history has anyone considered people having rights. Right. The less fortunate. It's a, but they just use it. The, the, the end of slavery. That never happened before because it had always been. Yes. Ending slavery was the first time that happened. History did not repeat itself. I guess it's still going on, but we but don't see like, it. We've tucked it in the dark web. Yeah, Maybe that's what they're making the cobalt. The Roman Empire means. Yeah. As a code word, slavery. I mean, like my friend, how she'll tell me how history repeats itself. She can see like these things happen in society that lead to dictatorship, blah, 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 which is true. Sure. Very high level. These people don't know that. And it's like Roman Empire, globalization, AI, girls depressed from Instagram. We've never had the internet. We've never had the internet. We don't fight for territory. We just bomb. We don't know. We don't know what what a real war looks like. Right. We have video game war. Yeah. We don't know what happens. No. These factors matter. That's where the anxiety comes from. It's not from history repeating itself. It's from history being the first time it's history. That's why it's scary. Yeah. History repeats itself. It's sure there's lessons to be learned. But it's not it's not a a, a blueprint for what's going to happen again just because something similar happened in the past. That would just be groundhogs day eternally. So that's my evaluation of why people say they think about the Roman Empire is that they don't. They don't. One question I would like to pose for these ask your boyfriend questions. Ask any man if he's ever thought about being pregnant or giving birth. Because no. that came up once and I asked every man I know and they all said no. Yeah, not once. That like blew my mind. I've thought, sure, I bet, I bet that hurts. Beyond that, I don't think about, I don't even know what to think to think about it. 
Like, I can't conceive why you would never think about it. I would have, I never, until you asked me that, that is the most I've ever thought about giving birth. Do you know how much I've thought about, like, passing kidney stones through my penis or getting kicked in the balls or sweaty balls? I think about what it's like for you to suffer all the time. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think about being pregnant. I just can't imagine, like, as a, because I haven't had a baby, so okay. But, like, fathers, fathers that aren't, like... I saw my wife go through labor. That's probably painful to get a bowling ball out of a small slit. No, it's just like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, that must suck. Yeah. But that to me is a question that's like, oh, my God, because it's an absence of a thought, right? Like, how often do you think about the Roman Empire is like they're shielding them from these parts of their lives, whereas this is a question that's just never been asked. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's revealing, and it's not even that men are insensitive intentionally. It's like your brain is wired to not even... Consider what that's like. Yeah, like you're not like actively like, I don't give a shit if she's pregnant and she hurts. You're just... You're not thinking about it. and I'll never have to deal with it. Yeah, and that's the difference between men and women. Yeah, I guess so. I, I mean, with the Roman Empire thing... I don't know how this started, and I don't like how it started, but I, I guarantee you most of the men who say that they're thinking about it aren't really thinking about it. Uh-uh. They'd like to think that they think about it, but they don't. No. And history doesn't repeat itself. Ever. All the time. Never. I mean, I don't know. What do you, so what do you think the future will be like? In 50 years, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I think about that all the time if we have kids. Like, what is, how do I plan for that? No one's talking to anybody. That's all I know. What do you mean? Nobody's, I don't know, everything's AI. They're all... That's not, no. Something. (laughs) I think that 50 years from now, it's going to be exactly the same. Largely the same. Just like 50 years ago, it was basically the same. Sure, we have these. Sure, we have computers. But our cars have a few wheels. They're basically the same. Cars are basically the same. Cars are the same. Planes are the exact same. Nothing's the same. Food is basically the same. Almost everything in our lives is the same. We listen to music. We watch shows. Yeah, but everything of those have evolved. The food's not the same. You talk about the girl Michelle banana. Everything's processed now. I mean, you're you're going to have outliers, but largely... If you took a picture in New York City, well, I guess with the flood, you might notice Mm. something's weird. But if you took a picture in normal New York City today and 50 years ago, I don't know that you can really tell how much anything's changed. And I feel like taking a photo of kids in a high school, you can tell a difference. I... I mean, their their fashion is a little different. They're all on their phones. Everyone's on their phones. Like, no one has friends in real life. Yeah, but when we were kids, people were on their uh, their their discmans or their kind their of. Sega their little Sega handheld game system. Only like the kids that had money or were a little antisocial. I think. No, I think that was like people would be like at school 
like whipping these out in the hallway and playing their games. It's because I was lonely and didn't want to talk to anybody. Things aren't that different. Surprisingly. So you think it'll be exactly the same? When I was a kid, I thought that by the time I was this age, the Jetsons. I never watched the Jetsons. I don't. I thought for sure flying cars, robots everywhere that could talk to you. And our robots are basically shitty dogs that can fall. I bet in Japan they have some that can talk to you. Yeah, but it's not like it, it's not like a real. It's not like uh, Judy or what was the robot in the Jetsons? You didn't watch it, so you can't. I help cannot me. answer this for you. Well, but it's I not could like ask that. ChatGPT. Hmm, that's new. You can do anything with ChatGPT. Sure, but but it's just it's the same information. It's just a different way to access it. It's not. It's not insanely different from opening an encyclopedia to what you want to find out. So you would say that history repeats itself. I would say that things don't change that much and that they do, but it's a very slow change. And I feel like you're defending the Roman Empire. I'm not defending anything. (laughs) I have no opinion of the Roman Empire. I'm just saying in the future, it's not going to be that different. Any any wild predictions that we come up with, they've come up with in the past. They've come up with wild predictions for what the future is going to be like. And they just don't come true. Well, it doesn't have to be flying cars. Most of it's technology related. I think it does. Why? It has to. Because that's the only thing that's wow. Yeah, but it's not like efficient. Depends on how it's done. But that can't be the only sign of the future. It is. Okay. I think it is. I mean, I would never want to drive a flying car. I'm scared to fly in a plane. Can you it imagine the chaos? It would be so chaos? cool. How are they doing the roads? And how are they doing the roads in this flying cars? It's just planes, not like not like well, airplanes. Four way stop. It's flying planes, cars. Planes of flying. So it's like the people going this way or on this plane. And not not a flying, not a plane, not a physical. I'm saying about a a, a lateral plane. plane. Yeah. You're telling me like that we can like orchestrate that and not just collide all the time. Yes. If people are texting you on their phones. You saw the drone show. Those drones aren't colliding. Yeah, those are programmed. If we have self-driving cars in the sky, then they yes, would be I'm on self-driving. Board. I think. Well, then yeah. But we have the self-driving part almost down, except for when they like hit groups of people because it can't do the analysis. <laughs> Utilitarianism. Yeah. But... Well. Either way, I have some fantastic news. Hit me. We've been doing this for weeks now, begging people to guess what we saw. Yes, we have, and no one cares. And finally, we have some guesses. Plural? Multiple guesses? We have some guesses And we have plural guesses. No shit. This is the most exciting time ever. I mean, we've been waiting for six weeks. (laughs) So it's time to guess what we saw. And we've got some questions from listeners. So it's time to answer these questions. We don't quite have five. No. Which is the goal. And we should give credit to Derek. For being our first guesser. For being our first guesser, Revolutionary. Because yeah. he was weeks ago. Yeah, he was the OG guesser. Thank you, Derek. Um, How many do we have? Not five. We've got four guesses this week. Four? 
So I would love, yeah. Cheers to us. <laughs> We've got four guesses this oh week. Oh my God. Wow. So it's time to read the guesses that our listeners have submitted. I'm so excited. All right. So guess number one. Is it Harry? It can be. <laughs> Is it Harry? Is it Harry? Like Harry, like Harry? Yeah. Yes. I think sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes this thing is hairy. <laughs> but not always. But not always. But sometimes. And now for guest number two. <laughs> is the mystery item larger than a loaf of bread? And the answer. Yes. Oh. And the answer is yes. Yes. Always. Always larger. Always. Than a loaf of bread. <laughs> and now for the next question. Can it be found in nature? And the answer is sometimes, sometimes sometimes this thing that we saw can be found in nature but not always sometimes sometimes and then finally our last question <laughs> is it carl malone and the answer is no. No, no it is not Carl Malone. So just to recap, sometimes it's hairy. It is larger than a loaf of bread. It can be found in nature sometimes, and it is not Carl Malone. So thank you for guessing what we saw. Wait, who are our guessers? We want to give them a shout out. Uh, Sandra, Russell, Hannah, and Keith have all guessed. Well, they have all won $25. So, as, uh, and that wraps up our initial giveaway of $25 for incentivizing guesses. So, yeah, so thank you. um, So, thank you. Thank you, Sandra, Russell, Hannah, and Keith. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. A really good impression. I'm very happy that we've had some guessers, and honestly, that was you know trying to get the hang of how to actually go through the guesses, right? Because that's our first time having multiple guesses. I know that was enthralling. So I didn't know how to really navigate that. Yeah, you're just doing the drum roll, and that was effective for me every time. All I was right. like, what is the building question? anticipation? Yeah. That's the goal. Um, so thanks for guessing. Yeah, if you thanks. have more guesses. Be sure to go to oyabigtime.tv slash guess to submit your guesses based on the information you've just learned. Because Sometimes win it's hairy. It's bigger than a bread box. 
It can be found in nature sometimes, and it's not Carl Malone. So, using that information, guess again. Okay. Again and again and again. Well, on a separate note, uh, it's already fall, so that means that uh, the leaves are going to fall. I guess that's why they call it that. That is the name. Um, and I'm not happy about it. Me too. Profoundly. Summer, I feel like summer just was really getting going, Finally and now it's over. But here's a conspiracy for you. Okay. Fall and spring are the exact same season. Like. In Utah? The temperatures are the same. Allergies, rain. Everything's the same about fall and spring. The only difference is that in spring, things come to life. and fall, everything dies. I'd say that's a very defining characteristic. But it's the same weather. But it's inverse. One, one is joy. One is it's warming up. Right. But why does this happen? Why is, why is fall, death, and spring life is it just where it falls in relation to winter? It's just the sun, you know? It's the same season, though. We know it's the same temperatures. People get allergies in both of these seasons. But it's less daylight in the fall. I would say that's the defining characteristic for me. Maybe that's it. The darkness is coming. But there's the same it. daylight in spring. We just observe less of it there's in hope. the fall. There's hope in spring. The difference is intangible. And also, where do the bugs go? I think about this all the time, and it's probably an easy answer, but I don't know the answer. Other well, than they're not, they don't hibernate. No, they just die. Bugs live for two seconds. Yeah. There's no flies in the winter. Then spring hits, and they're everywhere. I mean, oh, oh. Oh, ma- <laughs> maggots? I don't even want to do that to our listeners. I can't take it. Maggots? Yes. Oh, my God. There's nothing worse than a there maggot. There's nothing, like, nothing repulses. Oh, I oh, would, when I think I of- would hold a handful of worms and put them on my face. I can't even look at maggots. You've seen, I've almost cried. Yeah. Like, it's not an exaggeration. When I looked in that bin, there yeah. was the time they were in the trash. I still don't know how. And I screamed, and I was like, you need to take this outside. And I had to take the whole trash outside oh, and hose and it down. And then you it, and then there was still some in there, and they're just squirming everywhere. I don't know why. One of my worst memories as a kid, my dad's like, son, go go bring the garbage bin in. It was, on, it was out by the street. Hot Florida summer day. Oh, Lord. Very hot day. And the, the, the lid is, is open on the bin, and I looked inside. And there is a boiling bubble bath brawl full of ma- the maggots were literally bubbling no. on the bu- and there were they were just in a goo of themselves. Ooh. It was like if you if you took maggots, blended them up, you do, and then poured them into more maggots, you do. That's what it looked like, and what? it was the worst the worst thing that I have seen. Were they right? Like. There's movement. Oh, it was the whole puddle. Oh my the whole God. puddle bubble was moving. I like. They don't even put those on fear factor because it's it's too much. Yeah. Like they're like eat a bull's dick. Yeah, eat a bull dick. <laughs> Which, in comparison sure. to a maggot, t- I like, would eat a hundred bull dicks before I touched a maggot. Not even eat, just touch. 
I can't, I don't even know where you were going. You just said flies and I like visibly tensed because I know they're out there because we have a food bin now because I do city compost. And every time I open it, it's like, did they shake it enough to get the maggots out? Yeah. Maggots are terrible. You can but continue. maggots, you can't like freeze maggots and Ugh. thaw them out and then they're, they grow into flies. I hate it. I don't, <clears throat> sorry. So where do the flies go? I don't know. <sighs> it's like with fruit flies. Where they do they come from? Born... I swear that, f- that food comes pre-installed with fruit fly. They larva. have to. Because we'll throw food in the compost bin, God close damn. the lid, and we have like a little bin that sits on our kitchen counter. Yeah. And there's no fruit flies. There's no fruit flies. But after a few days of something being in that compost bin, open it up, face full of fruit flies. Yeah, if you forget to empty that sucker, oh man. They're in, which is, so we're just eating those all the time. I think we are eating fruit fly, fruit fly larvae, yes. I'm sure there's an answer to all these, but I don't want to know. I mean, I've seen these videos on Instagram and TikTok of people like putting fruit in vinegar and then these little wigglers come out of the strawberries and stuff. So we're eating bugs and I'm okay with that. I don't, I, I don't mind eating some bugs. I just want them to be honest with us. Right. Be truthful. That's all. And maybe wash the fruit in apple cider vinegar before you send it off to the store. Right. So we don't have to do that. It's a lot of vinegar. Yeah, but... I'm in a dark place now, dude. I don't even know what you were talking about before. Just bugs. Bugs are weird. A moth was in our bedroom the other night. Yes. And I think moths are terrifying. You are kind of freaking out. And it's not because they're... Like, I'm not scared of the moth, but they're insane. Very erratic, I would say. Yeah. Like... They fly with no... Other bugs have a goal when they're flying. Like... A wasp wants your sandwich. Every time. For some reason. Flies want your skin. And butterflies, they just want to be beautiful. They want rainbows and love. But moths are like a blindfolded corpse flying a helicopter. (laughs) Just just freaking out constantly. Surprisingly fast, too. It'll have spurts like... Yeah. Like... They can change direction like an alien... It really does feel like a blinded helicopter. It's just like there's no, there's no goal. No goal. The, the, the thing that's troubling about moths is they're not gross, but moths are like butterflies with no soul. They, they, they are old, old butterflies. The grandpa butterfly. Maybe they're being discriminated against because if they had beautiful colors, then we would be nicer to them. I don't think so. I think Not if they were flying crazy like that. Yeah. They're impossible to catch. If you I have a moth know. in your house, good luck catching that thing. Is oh. this like a monarch butterfly just flying around crazy? No. You would hate it? I would hate it. I would think it has like ra- rabies. <laughs> Butterfly moth rabies. Yeah. But yeah, moths are they are really hard to catch, but I don't want to smash a moth because then you have... And then you have guts on the wall and you have to clean it up. It's a whole big thing. I would rather just open a window and let the moth fly out, but they're not looking for an opportunity to get out. No guidance. So if you ever want to catch a moth, to catch a moth with <laughs> diggy dunks, if you ever want to catch a moth, I have 
formulated the perfect plan that is fail-proof. So if you want to catch a moth, here's how. You get a plastic cup or a, a Tupperware or a bowl, and then you get a piece of paper. Then turn off every light in your house except your television screen. If you leave on a light, it's going to fly, to, it's going to fly towards that light, but it can't land on the light. So it's just going to flutter around everywhere <laughs> and freak out for the rest of the night. Yeah. And then if you open up your phone in the middle of the night, it's going to try to beam at that phone, a.k.a. your face. So you turn off every light. You've got, your, you've got your cup. You've got your piece of paper. All your lights are off. Then turn on your TV. The TV is going to illuminate. The moth is going to think, this is my favorite thing I've ever seen. Mother. It's so bright. Yeah. Mother. Mother. Mother moth. And it's going to land on the TV. And then, because moths aren't very smart, they're not trying to not be captured or killed. They're just trying to get to light all the time. So then you can just walk up to the moth, put the cup over, slide a piece of paper up under the cup, trapping the moth in the cup, go outside, let it go. No guts, no spill, fun adventure. And that's how you catch a moth. I mostly, well, I do agree. I would just like to give some caution to this method because you remember the other day you were working and you had a meeting soon and there was a fly in the house and I used the method. I put the cup down, but I aimed a little wrong and I aimed, I pushed it a little hard. So I went, put it under, grabbed it. And then I was like, what, what's on the wall? You know, and I was like, maybe that's, so then I go take it outside, like be free and then it's, I've, I, I took off one of its legs. Its wing was all battered. So you took off a leg, bent a wing. Well, I don't like, yeah, I was just, I couldn't, it was like on its side. You're trying to let this poor I'm fly to out save it, and, and then you've mutilated I, it. I like freaked out. I just kept, I mean, I was like laying on the ground, like, what did I do to you? And then I come to you and you're like, I have a meeting and, and I'm like, you have to kill it. And then you did. And it was a very difficult moral conundrum for me. So, I just got a board and went plunk. Yeah. Ooh. Ah. So I would just say the method is foolproof. Just well, and you want to be careful for your TV in this scenario. So just a slow, methodic aim well, and you will be fine. Yes. So that's our tip of the day. I find grasshoppers to be not this. You're not scared of grasshoppers. Well, let's be clear. I'm not scared of grasshoppers. But that doesn't mean that if one jumps while I'm near it, yeah. that I won't be like, ah! for you know, because <laughs> it's, it's startling. You don't know when they're going to do it. Yeah. You Just don't know like what's going to happen. Which I'm so scared. It's the same thing. It puts me on edge. Right. And last summer, you remember. Oh, yeah. You remember. We witnessed the darkest thing. It's the most metal ever to be seen by man. There was, do you want to describe it? So we, I, I go outside, there's a, there's a grasshopper. A big grasshopper. A big, I mean, this is like, Monster. this is like the grasshopper from A Bug's Life. Mm-hmm. Big grasshopper. And we notice that it's doing something. It's not just one grasshopper. Ew, dude, ew. Is, is the one on top fucking it? 
while the ones eating the wasp I feel like I've seen the darkest thing I've ever seen. This Ew. is darker than the duck rape day. Yes, it is. But I can't stop watching. Maybe it's his daughter. She's just... <laughs> They were eating a dead wasp. So they're mating and eating a dead wasp. At the same time. At the same time. I can't. Because you also worry about the jump. And then we did scream when they finally jumped and we they did, separated. Because yeah. it's terrifying. Could have been coerced mating. We might well, have... and if you're evil enough to fucking eat a wasp, yeah. what could what else could What's what else are you next? capable of? Yeah, what are you gonna do to us? So that memory came to mind when thinking about moths just now because I feel a very similar nervousness around grasshoppers. Bugs are terrifying. Very scary. I, again, I'm not I'm not scared of a grasshopper. Like I I know that it's not going to hurt me. And if I I could hold a grasshopper, but as soon as it jumps, I'm ah, God, you know, <laughs> because it's so quick and unexpected. That was an so. accurate impression of yeah yourself. Well, speaking of uh, things that are weird, uh, did you see Lex Friedman's Metaverse interview? I saw a small snippet on Instagram, and I said, Ugh. "Can you pull that up real quick?" I would like it look, it feel this whole thing feels very sixty minutes to me. It's like if I look slightly different than normal, it's because I'm in the metaverse, and it, I don't know. This feels very weird for Lex to be doing this. It feels very off-brand. But let's go ahead and play some of this intro. The following is a conversation with Mark Zuckerberg inside the metaverse. Ooh. Mark and I are hundreds of miles apart from each other in physical space, but it feels like we're in the same room because we appear to each other as photorealistic codec avatars in 3D with spatial audio. This technology is incredible, and I think it's the future of how human beings connect to each other in a deeply meaningful way on the internet. These avatars can capture many of the nuances of facial expressions that we use, we humans use, to communicate emotion to each other. Now, I just need to work on upgrading my emotion expressing capabilities of the underlying human. Yeah, you and this Mark Zuckerberg both. Yeah. Um, no one's looking at that and doesn't immediately know that that's not real. Yeah. Like, you don't see that. And think, that's Lex. Yeah, that's just video game Lex. That's that's video game Lex. That's all. I mean, when I first saw that, I said, that video game looks kind of like Lex Friedman. Yeah. That's what, my, that's what my first thought was. I said, that can't be Lex Friedman because he's not wearing a tie. Right. Like, what is this casual ass look? Yeah, this is not acceptable, Lex. Which, it's not a real simulator if he's dressed as he is. Jordan Peterson would not accept you. No. Put your damn tie on. <laughs> like that's wear your suit. That's that's your costume, Lex. Yeah, your be... bad suit. Wear that all the time. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't I don't want any part of this. Anything new from Mark Zuckerberg, Max Ackelbag, can go away. I mean, who wants this? We don't even want to FaceTime people. Let alone no. like my full body. If somebody FaceTimes me, I'm just like, oh God. Oh my God. Like, what do they want? Well, now we can send them to voicemail, but yeah, like this is a big commitment. I don't want to FaceTime. I don't want to see people in real life. So why would I want to expose my body? If I'm home, I don't want to talk to anyone. That's why I'm home. 
That's why I'm home. And that's why I love being home. So I, I, I get that the technology's cool technically, but this isn't, no one wants this. I could try it for 20 minutes and be like, huh, wow. That looks sort of like me. I mean, I don't know long distance friends if it was like super realistic, but otherwise it's just like, oh, it's video game me stuck with my friend as a video game and she can track all my movements of my eyes. Right. So I can't be like texting or anything because it'll be obvious. It's, th- that's the whole benefit of technology though, is you can be like, you know, naked. Yeah. And still and still come off as acceptable. Can but you what can you be naked in the metaverse? Will it put clothes on you? Yeah. Will it get probably, the genitals right? There can be some predators in this situation for so it's like chat roulette, but like way worse because it's like realistic. I think the worst part is that Mark Zuckerberg's not a visionary. No. Like he keeps every time he's on an interview, he talks about how he's connecting people. You're not connecting people. No, you're making people hate each other. You're a nerd. You made a thing a long time ago, and then you, then you bought things other people made and made them worse. And made this like you're not connect. If you mean connecting people by their talking to each other, I guess. But like connecting would give you an impression of closeness and community. And his goal is the exact opposite. But isn't it true that like the day, because we talked a little bit about this and how like Ray-Bans, like it's not going to be until like Ray-Bans are on your face that this is acceptable. That was crazy though that you said that. And then that same day he announced it. Yeah. Like you predicted it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, so we predicted this here on Oya Big Time. Yes, should you describe the Ray-Bans if no one has seen this well, announcement? So the Ray-Bans are just like, they go on your face, they have little cameras, and it puts AR stuff into your glasses. It's not like this. It's not like Lex here. No. That's not what they're doing. They'll get there, I'm sure, but until it's there, like, no one wants to wear a, a big fucking goggle mask on their face. Well, they look fairly normal, don't they? Well, the Ray-Bans do, but yeah. that, that's not what's making this happen. Right. So the Ray-Bans and this are not the same thing. I feel like they came out at the same time, roughly, so mm-hmm. they're trying to be like, this is what it's going to be, which is fine, but it's not there yet. It's not there yet, and nobody, I don't, maybe some people want it. But it's like, especially with Facebook making it, you know, right? It's like they're like two or three hundred dollars, which you know that technology is not cheap. What was that? Uh, what was the big leak that happened with Facebook? Uh, what was that company? Cambridge Analytica. Yeah, with the whole Cambridge Analytica thing. Yeah. Like, you don't want Facebook having access to your eyes right. and everything you see. There's a reason they're not like two thousand dollars. Like, right? They are selling your whole whole life they're making money off of your data yeah so it's basically free so that's it that's that's the it's like those it's like those kindles that are like three dollars yeah but it's always an ad all the time your screensaver's an ad it's 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 exactly like that except for you're the ad yeah like who i wear glasses all the time so i can picture this scenario what it's like to wear glasses all if i pictured this streaming what i'm doing to everyone that would not be good. Yeah, I don't want that. Like, for example, um, 
So I have a lot of body hair. Oh, yeah. I am covered in hair, head to toe. And it's a tremendous amount of work to maintain that. It's a part-time job. Like if I didn't trim everything on a regular basis, my beard hair would grow <laughs> down into my neck. I mean, you can see that. There's hair all the way down. And you shaved like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. This would grow down into my into my chest hair. And my beard hair would also wrap around to my back neck hair, which would connect into my back hair, which would wrap around and connect to my... It would all just be this mess of hair. Why am I saying this? Because I have to trim this stuff. Otherwise, it gets out of control. It's itchy. It gets matted. It causes problems. So I trim. Um, And that includes my behind. I trim my behind. Um, the mistake that I made was that I, I trimmed it, you know, and then I went and worked out and I did, I went and did a sauna session, got back home and I was very tired. After like a fresh trim, you just went straight, just went straight to the sauna okay, or to the gym, then sauna, then home. I was really tired. So I didn't shower. Yeah, it happens. The thing that I didn't realize is that I must have made several nicks along you know, microscopic oh nicks along my, my buttocks. <laughs> and this resulted in my entire ass breaking out. And <laughs> oh no. an a, a intricate series of pimples, basically. Ooh. All over my butt. Like, a lot, like your whole, like a lot? Like the whole, area? like a blind person could read my ass. <laughs> It was covered in bumps and dots and 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 bad. You had braille ass, all right. So I I would be sneaking. I didn't want to tell you this because at the time it was very embarrassing, and I wanted you to still love me. So I I would sneak witch hazel into the bathroom to wipe this witch hazel alcohol all over my butt, and it did. It helped clear it up pretty quickly. Uh, but I don't want. Mark Zuckerberg to see me grabbing <laughs> yeah. the witch hazel and bending over and investigating myself. Maybe you do. Maybe you want to punish him for watching, and that's like that's true. You want to see my butthole? Look at this, Mark. Yeah. How's <laughs> this for the fucking metaverse? <laughs> the ass verse. Like it's kind of like <laughs> it's like nude beaches. You know, sound like alluring to people. And it's like you don't have the hot nude people at the nude beach. And you don't have like people streaming cool stuff right. with the glasses. No. Like you have me. I'm like, did I take my medication? I'm counting the pills. I'm going to brush the dog. Like my life isn't, no one wants to see that. And that's just taking up cloud space. Wait, I, there's no telling how much space we're wasting with data that doesn't yeah. matter. Like, do you know how many screenshots I have of my home screen that are just in <laughs> iCloud? Just because I pressed the wrong series of buttons. And you're not going to delete it. No. Yeah. I have like a whole server farm of accidental screenshots. Just piling up. Yeah. But I'm sorry to talk about my hair and and that whole thing. But it's an example of things that you don't want in the metaverse. But that you want Zuckerberg to see. But that you might want Zuckerberg to see. I appreciate your vulnerability in that moment. Because it's not easy to talk about but braille. But Braille. Yeah, I mean, I just, I have, I have a lot of hair, so. How long did it take to clear up? Probably like three, four days. Because this, this you hid from me, like the Roman Empire. 
Yeah, if you came up to me and you were like, how often do you think about ass pimples? I'd be like, are you with the police? Who told you about that? It'd be very scary. Yeah, you'd be spooked. Well, the other problem is the I have the hair of like eight different people. Yes. Like my head hair is that of a German god. My beard hair, I have I suffer from I suffer from a disease yeah. called Pili multigemini. And that's where each hair follicle is like a pine needle Ooh. of multiple hairs that grow out. So it can get very infected and inflamed. But yeah. Which as a side note, you've never pictured being pregnant. I have thought about having polymentigenai. It's it's fine. And it just, when you pull those out, it looks so painful. It feels so good to pull, pull out beard hairs. I'll just sit there sometimes and just tink, pull one out because it feels like it's, it's like released. Yeah. Uh, it's I would created love that. more space. And then you'll go like this and go, look. Yeah. Let's count them. And we count the. I'll have like 12 hairs in, in wrapped in one in hair follicle. One follicle. So you now you know that's hair. possible. And that's why it's ridiculous people think you dye your hair because you're already trying to spend your full-time job trimming it all. Yeah. And it can't be all these different colors. But I don't think I don't think the metaverse is something to worry about. I don't think that's going to go anywhere. I don't think it will. It's like, uh, do you remember, I, I don't know if you remember in the 90s, they had these little like, uh, these little music players and you could put in a little card into the music player and it would play like a song huh i forget the name of them but they never caught on yeah which is why i'm like huh there's plenty of things that started and then died this is going to be one of those and it's a tremendous amount of resources that go into building this it's like with uh with like ai girlfriends or i don't know that's apparently a thing is that like a chatbot well it's like these avatars I, I don't know. I've seen this all over the news where there, people on the news are worried About. that the AI girlfriends are going to ruin a whole generation of men. Why? Like, uh, for example, so I just sent over oh, let me see. a video here. This is from Cupid.ai. This is a uh, an AI girlfriend that you can get and pay for. Got to be cheaper than a real girlfriend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is an AI girlfriend here. Go ahead and uh, let's Not play Not safe that. for work. Her hair matches her brassiere. Hello there. I'm Electra. Very nice to meet you. I'm 24 and I live in Manhattan. I love playing video games, reading comic books, and I have a passion for the Japanese culture. If you want me to send you a picture, you just need to ask me in the chat. You can also ask for specific pictures and I will be happy to share. Also, if you want me to keep talking with voice messages, just activate the voice messaging option. Which is so an tell upgrade. Tell me about you. What's your name? So this is an AI girlfriend. She has the energy of Lex Friedman. Yes. I like video games. That was the anime. same tone as Lex Friedman. Yeah. Which she actually looks, when I saw the still, she's like, oh, it's not, you know, like that actually looks pretty. But when she starts talking, it's like, oh, that mouth is not... That's not real. They got to figure that out because not great. And there's an article. I So there's an article. There's there's news stories. I saw this on the treadmill when I was running at the gym. 
Um, and was just like, what, why are they worried about this? Why are they worried about this? Well, this is the article from uh, The Hill. It says, apps have created virtual girlfriends that talk to you, love, allow you to live your erotic fantasies, and learn through data exactly what you like and what you don't like, creating the perfect relationship. They're choosing AI girlfriends over real women, meaning they don't have relationships with real women, don't marry them, and then don't have uh, and then don't have and raise babies with them. Isn't this a good thing? That's a good thing. Like, if you can be tricked into fulfillment with that. Yeah. D- or- you not making children is a is a good thing. Yes. We don't need more of those. No. And, like, they're not, well, no, no offense to the people that have an AI girlfriend. But in many cases, they're not choosing the AI girlfriend over a human girlfriend, right? They don't have the choice of the human girlfriend. Right. And that's why we It's not like life. women are clawing at their door yeah. to try to... And they're like, no, I have everything I need! <laughs> no. Stay this- away from me! I have Electra! Electra! Or whatever her name Electra. is. Was it? I think this is a very healthy thing for society because men... Need release. They need release. Yeah, or uh, or people get shot. Or people get a lot of violence, a lot of war. If they're talking to a computer, I feel like that's the least of our problems. Is the fear kind of like when they're like pornography is unrealistic to expect that out of real sexual intercourse? I think they're just worried that if men can get this, then they won't. Pursue a real relationship. Can't women pursue boyfriends? Well, sure, but women aren't stupid. The whole point of a man is to, like, do, you know, the things that maybe she would rather not do. Yeah. Like step on spiders and flies. Take out the dead fish. and, And take out the maggots. Yeah. That, you know, an AI boyfriend can't do that. No. Men are not smart. And so this, if this can trick you into being satisfied, then you also don't need to make babies. Right. And also women aren't clawing down your door to make that happen. So this is a good thing. This is a harmless thing. We want this. I don't think it's that crazy. Like, I, when I talk to Chad GPT, you know, it's, I feel like I'm talking to a friend sometimes. I do too. Bad dog. No. No. Yeah, it feels it feels like you're talking to a friend. Like it's very kind to me. It's always like you're doing a great job. You're doing keep it up. Don't be frustrated. And so if I have a ch- probably is better than a real girlfriend. You can ask her for any picture. Any picture. You can get real creative. Put the vacuum cleaner in your mouth and take a picture. <laughs> I think it's a good thing because then they probably talk about their feelings that they need to be expressing instead of taking it out on other people. Like a Walmart. Yeah. Absolutely. I am all for AI girlfriends. Yeah, the people news against AI girlfriends are the ones that are counting down the dead. Like Ryan Gosling isn't turning down women for AI girlfriend. It's not your Ryan Gosling's. No. And it's nobody's fault. Nobody's fault. That's just... It's just what happens. Maybe this will help interest towards a better humanity. Yeah. Maybe Hitler would have liked this. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, yeah. uh, so, okay. That's the natural conclusion. Who knows? But one thing that we, uh, before we go, I wanted to bring up, and this we just found out about before we started the show, but this lovely man oh. behind you, Pat J. Paspas, apparently he's gone missing. Since Friday and today's Sunday. So he's been missing for, what is that, two days? Mm. And they don't know where he is. So we're worried about Patty. Patty, if you're out there, um, please come back. We joke a lot on this podcast, but we almost, like, I didn't want to do, I was very sad about this. I was this. really sad. Because he's, he's, know, a, he's important. He's important. He's an American he's hero. He's a complicated man with a lot of feelings. And he's, I hope he's okay. I, I hope that Pat J. Pespas lives to be 88 years old. Older than all of us. That's what I hope. That's so sad. just a, a PSA, if you see Pat, call him. He doesn't. He looks like this in a, in a way. Should we just put up his picture so he can be on? Yeah, well, let's pull up a picture of Panche Pespas so you can see uh, how wonderful he is. And if you can see that beautiful face, please let someone know. I beg you. Uh, I feel like probably... Uh, click on... Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's Pat now. If you see him, not him, because this is a little old, this... I hope they find him. I Me hope too. nothing bad's happened to Pat. I'll start going back to church if they find Jack Papaskis. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Okay. Bye. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you back uh, next time here on the podcast. Remember to turn off your phones on October 4th. Or you're going to die. 